what man says, the book is the book, and it's not going to change until all is fulfilled. Amen? So let's give it up for God this morning once again, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And then let's give it up for yourselves this morning for having the gumption to come on out here and fellowship and hear the word of the living God. Amen? Everybody in place? Let's get this show on the road. Y'all ready? Audio, video, five, four, three, two, one. We're live. Let's pray right quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to come before you once again, Father, as humbly as we know how, Father, asking you, Lord, that you would just place your grace and your protection upon us. Father God, we thank you, God, for allowing us to wake up another day in our right mind, Father God. You've given us another chance to say yes, and I yield. So, Father, I thank you this morning for that chance, Father God. Help me to take advantage of that chance. This is a personal thing. So, God, I just ask in Jesus' name that you will continue to allow me to decrease while you increase in me, while this word go forth today. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen with you. Let the church say amen once again. Our title today is In the Day of John. Once again, in the day of John, if you turn with me to in your Bible, or you can look up on the screen, you should be able to see Matthew, the 11th chapter, verses 11 and verses 12. Amen? Amen. Word of the Lord says in verse 11 here, Verily I say unto you, verily means truly, you can believe it, among them that are born of women... There hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And the violent take it by force. Can't be scared to get into the kingdom, people. Bible says the violent got to take it by force. Did I read that correctly? I'm going to ask them again. Did I read that correctly? <laughs> see, 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 God ain't got no use for no cowards in his army now. You know, you in the army of God, we're talking about fighting. Amen? Now, I don't know what you've been told about this thing, but this thing is an enlistment into the army of Christ. Amen? So it's a war going on. Do, 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 do you agree with that? That there is a war going on. Now I'm going to tell you something. We can sit here and we can act like the war ain't going on in us. But see, you're just fooling yourselves. Everybody in here is in a war. And the enemy is more so within than he is without. Amen? Amen. Can you get amen on that? Now, it says here now, Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Now, wait a minute. What's this John the Baptist stuff? Let's go spiritual here. John the Baptist is the gift of God. John means gift of God. That's grace. Now, the spirit of grace was born of a woman so that it could prepare the way. For the way maker. Amen. Who's Jesus Christ. See everything has to have a way prepared for it. And it says here now. That even though. There's not been a greater one. Than John the Baptist. The spirit of grace. That's the open door. That Jesus. Is. There's not been one greater. But it says, but he that is just least, that's that small. He that is least among us that are in the kingdom is greater than he. Now, that, that, that's an amazing thing there, church. 
You see, the kingdom of God is inside of us. And we'll preach more on this next week at another church that I have to be at. But I'm going to break some stuff here today about this kingdom. Because a lot of people don't understand kingdom. They know church. But they don't understand kingdom. Jesus didn't preach and teach church. He told us to be the church. Jesus taught kingdom, if you know your Bible. Now, the kingdom of God is within. He said, it can't come by no observation. Can't nobody say that the kingdom is here or the kingdom. No, no, no. He said, it's within, Luke 17, 21. So, if God says that the least of one of us are greater than John the Baptist if we in the kingdom, that means, and it gives more credence to the woman with the issue of blood. Y'all remember her? You see, Spiritually speaking, she had an issue with salvation. And she knew that if she could just touch just the, somebody say, him. Y'all weak with that thing. See, see, maybe that's why you ain't got your healing. Maybe that's why you, you, you don't have your healing because you're weak with this thing. You see, you're scared to latch on to it. You, 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 you catch it, don't you, sister? I feel you. Mm-hmm. See, you can't be weak with this thing. You see, she, that woman pressed her way. She, she, by law, she wasn't even supposed to be there. She was supposed to be outside the camp because she was considered unclean, but that she was in the midst of it all. Going through it all, and I'm sure that they knew who she was, and I'm sure they were talking crazy to her and spitting on everything, but she said in her mind, if I can just touch. She kept saying that in her mind because there were mm, violence trying to keep her from getting there. See, ever since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom suffered violence. See, she was trying to get to the kingdom. She was catching opposition. Have you ever caught any opposition? Yeah. Trying to get somewhere? Yeah. Seems like every time you try to go up, uh, something else try to take you down. But in the midst of it all, God takes you higher. God works funny. He don't work like we work. See, see we think because we're going through stuff that God not with us. No, that's when God is with him because he's trying to take you higher. You see, before, the further you pull a bow and arrow or a slingshot back, when you release it, the further it goes. The more you go through, the higher you go up. The, the more you go down, the lower you go, the higher you go. Amen? See, see she got to understand this thing about life, people. So this woman, she understood it, see? Hmm. She understood that if she could just touch just the hem of the kingdom of God, because that's who he was. <laughs> he said, if I could just touch that kingdom, which is that power of God that he has placed inside of us. You see, the world got us where we can't touch it. The world got us so strung out on this and on that and how I'm going to eat not. Look here, God said, if you just, if you set your affections on things above, uh-huh. all these things to be added unto you. He says, now, if you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, oh. all these things to be added. You but we're we seeking these things before we're trying to seek God. Uh-huh. And it's not working right. No. And we're wondering why we're getting frustrated. Because we, we get a new Cadillac, but that don't do it, people. We get a new girl, that don't do it either, because you'll find out one just like the other. And vice versa. And vice versa. So ain't no need to have Roman eyes, men or women. It's cheaper to keep her. Better stay up here. I better stay on up here before I get in trouble. I'm doing all right, Nana. Nana. All right. You go to frowning, I know I need to change it. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of God being a thing called 
the power of God that he's placed inside of us. And, and, and that woman said, if I, if I can just touch this thing, I know that I'll be a whole, be made whole. Not healed, but made whole. See, I want to be made whole. I want it all. I don't want a new house, new car, and this and that without God. No, give me God, and y'all can have that up. Because, yeah, 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 y'all can have that. That's real. Because I've had enough material stuff to know, and that ain't going to do it. That just ain't going to make me happy. The only thing that gives me peace is the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, and guard my heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Can I get an amen? Amen. Bible said now, ever since the days of John the Baptist, ever since that spirit of grace has been offered to us, it says that that power of God, the kingdom that's inside of us, suffers violence. And if you're not violent, you're not going to be able to take it by force. In other words, when it fights you, you got to fight it back. Now, I guarantee you, you're going to lose some battles. But if you hang in there, you're not going to lose the war. Do you hear me? Now, I know everybody's going through some stuff this morning. All of us are. But God said, I'll never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. You got to understand just because you're going through some things, God just make you fixing to make things better for you. And matter of fact, he ain't fixing to do nothing. He's, it's already done. All you got to do is walk in it. You see, you see, the Bible says that he's given us all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You know? So, all, it's already there. We just got to learn how to unlock the vault to get in it. And the knowledge that they're giving out here today is not going to get you... You're not going to be able to open up the vault. You got to get into the kingdom knowledge before you understand what this thing is all about. Because you can walk around here and be a multi-millionaire running out rubbing elbows the other day with multi-millionaires. I'm talking about tens of millions of dollars. Got so much money that it lasts for generations. They don't know what to do with it. About five of them, a hundred of them up in there together. And you know what they're talking about? God. Because they done figured out that money can't do it. They done figured it out, see. They done figured that thing out, see. See, they done figured out, okay. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was telling uh, Brother Jackson yesterday, I wasn't impressed at all by the money they made. It didn't impress me at all. The only thing that impressed me, is that, and I wasn't inspired to even want to make that kind of money. You know why? It take me from God. Anything won't take me from God, I don't need to leave it alone because I got enough problems. I can't get no amens on that. See, 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 see love and money is the root of all evil. You see? See, I throw a million down there right now and tell you, denounce Christ. And somebody in here, a whole bunch of somebody would take it and try to trick God. They'll try to trick God. They take it thinking they can trick God. But your actions have already would have declared who and what you are. That's why everybody can't be a millionaire. That's why them lying preachers, when they talk about God going to do this and God go, God ain't going to do nothing. God already done done. He say it's finished. You just need to get to stepping. You just need to get to stepping. And along the way, you'll pick up what's there for you. That's already there for you. If you get to stepping, the problem is you don't want to move. You do your little jig dances and stuff in church, that ain't that, that, and you're still broke, you're still hungry, you're still disgusted. What wealth that in that? See, now if I can just touch this kingdom, hmm, but this thing suffers violence. See, that woman, she was catching it, but she fought back, she fought back, she fought back, until she touched that power. And when she touched that power that's inside, she got what she was looking for. Amen? Amen. Let's go to 1 Peter 4.12. Not going to be with you long. Try not to. No, I'm not going to be with you. 4.12. Another thing that tears us up.
these old stupid shoes paid all that money for them and they acted up this morning on me. So if they act up and I'll take them off, don't worry about it. I'll throw them over there in the corner and we'll get some more later. Put that up on the board for me, son. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. Next verse, if if it's there. But rejoice. See that word, rejoice? (laughs) Now, it just said, think it not strange when you're faced with all these fiery trials, right? See, a lot of us back up. When the fire hit us, don't we? You ever been going forward and the fire hit you? You know something in life, a tragedy. Now you're mad at God. Or now you don't understand God because you don't think you, if you're serving God, you don't think you're supposed to go through this. But how can gold become gold if it's not put in the fire? You tell me. So the church don't want to go through nothing, see? But he said, don't think it's strange when these things are happening to you, but rejoice. First Thessalonians 5, 18 says, but in everything, give thanks to the Lord. Everything means how? (laughs) That means when it's good to you, when it's not good to you, when you're hurting, when you're feeling good, it says, give thanks. Why? Because this is the will of God concerning you. It is the will of God that we go through what we go through. Because the rain falls on the just and the unjust. All of us are hit, right? But here we go. He said, don't think it's strange. Don't think anything is strange about that. In other words, you know, don't, don't lose what you have in God just because you're going through some stuff. Amen. Everybody goes through. Amen. But if you don't know the word, then you won't know how to come back at the enemy when he comes at you. The enemy is stronger than us. You heard a preacher hollering about the devil ain't got no power. You done lost your mind. That is a superior being. And the only thing that can deal with that devil is Christ in us, our hope of glory. He's the only one. Now, if you think you can handle him by yourself, then go. You don't think he got no power. He just set you up. You just got set up because you're going to get your whole head tore off and wonder, God, why? You just tempted God and not even know. Talking about the anointed cherub, even though he's 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 an adversary of God now, he still turns himself into an angel of light. He still is able... To rule this world because we gave it to him. First thing he offered Jesus, you bow down to me, I'll give you all this. It's mine to give. Because we gave it to him. And we give it to him every day. Every day we give it to him. God tells us to come to church, man, give us a job. Keep us out of church. Right when you try to get your life together, the devil will dangle a carrot and you'll holler, it's a blessing from God. Is it? If he's trying to take you away from God, then it's not no blessing from God. I'm just trying to tell you now, when you need help, you run to the church. But when you don't need no help, you run to that money. So God put something on you that the money can't take off you to bring you back to him. It's tight, but it's right. See, we need to hear the truth, y'all. We just need to hear the truth because all of us got the pay dirt coming. Ain't it, brother? We got to face him, don't we? 
Now, I'm getting a little age on me now, a lot of age on me, and I realize that I'm on the west end of my life, and I got to face him. Now, we can run around here playing church if we want to. Jesus Christ. Don't want to praise him. Don't want to give him worship. But we want everything from him. Think it not strange, he said. Huh. When all these things are coming at you. Verse 13 says, but rejoice. Be thankful in everything. Inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering. I'm going to show you something in a minute. See, we're partakers of his suffering. That when his glory shall be revealed, that you may be glad also with exceeding joy. See, in order to do that, though, you got to go through some suffering. Watch this. Paul says in Philippians 3.10, Oh, that I might know him. And the power, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, and the power of his resurrection. And then he comes with, and the fellowship of his suffering. Just like we fellowship in the day, in love, we got to learn to fellowship in our suffering too. See, there's a fellowship in the suffering. Paul says it. Philippians 3.10. He said, now for me to know him, now order that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. Need to know that. But I also need to know the fellowship of his suffering. I need to know like he knew what it is to suffer. Because suffering is fire. It brings the best out of us. If we endure to the end. Always tell us, don't get in the oven, don't get in the frying pan, and then jump out just because it get hot, because you just got to get back in it. You might, we might as well just get in there and get cooked and get done, just, just get it all over with. Because every time we jump out, you know how we do, we in for a minute, then we jump out, and then we in for then something, crack our head out there, we back up in there. This thing is sustainable. It's got to be ongoing, people. This thing ain't no ping pong. He said, forsake not to assemble yourselves together like some have an error from the faith. Oh, I can just stay at home and watch Joel Osteen and go straight to hell listening to Joel. Because Joel ain't going to tell you nothing about your sin. He's just going to tell you what you like to hear. But a real preacher going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. I said a real preacher. We don't get a whole lot of members. Because <laughs> we don't tickle your ear. But we will get your soul circumcised if you hang in there. Amen? Come on with it. All right. Enough of that. Suffering. Verse 14 goes on and says in 1 Peter 4, verse 14, If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, it said, Happy are ye. In other words, rejoice. Still bringing that thing up. Because watch what happened. For the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you when you're going through. That's why Paul said, in my infirmities, I made weakness. I mean, I made, he is made strong in me because, you know, I would rather glory in my infirmities so that the power of God, it rests upon me. God is a dichotomy. He's a strange being. His ways are not like our ways. His talk is not like our talk. His feelings are not like our feelings, you see. What we think is up, God say, no, that's down. And what we think is down, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. And he will lift you up. And say, now on their part, they're going to speak evil of you. But on your part, he is glorified. And then it goes on in verse 15, and it goes on, and it just straight up tells us, but let none of you suffer as a murderer, hmm. as a thief, as an evildoer. But he's the worst one of all. That old busybody. And other people business. 
Boy, we, that's a bad thing out here. You know, everything now is gossip. Gossip in the church, gossip in the White House, gossip in Congress, gossip on cable news, gossip on Facebook, just gossip, 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 gossip. Trash. The whole thing is trash. All of it is trash. I say it's trash. A soap opera. You might as well be watching Days of Our Lives. And church folk, I'm going to hit you. Church folk are caught up in all of this garbage. And they can't even get along with each other because they've allowed. They forgot Jesus said a house divided can't stand. Now we're so polarized and everybody's going in their own cave and they got one over here as a Democrat and that one over here as a Republican and you're supposed to be Christian. You ain't supposed to be none of that mess. You're supposed to be disciples of Jesus Christ standing on the truth and doing what's right with your fellow man. Don't you know that a, a coin has a head and a tail on it? A Republican and a Dem, and it's still on the same coin made out of the same stuff? There's no difference. It's shaded and shrouded in a lie from the beginning. And look what it's done to us. Look what it's done to us. Got us off in a cave like some kind of Neanderthal again. Cro-Magnon or something. Eating raw meat. Oh, we crazy. We done lost our mind. And then when we we speak Jesus, and Jesus said, now look, if a house divided, it can't stand. That's word. Now who you with? Who reports you going to believe? You gonna believe the devil that don't care nothing about you? All he wants is to get your money, get your vote, so that he can get what or she can get what they want. And you still ain't doing no better. The only way you ever got anything done better for you is that God made it so, and you had the initiative to get up and do it. You'd have been done starved to death, waiting on a bus from Washington to come by and bless you. That's straight truth. I ain't going to preach nothing but truth up in here. Verse 16 said, Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, disciple of Jesus Christ, let him not be ashamed. And let him glorify God on his behalf. See, he's still talking about suffering and rejoicing. Suffering and rejoicing. Suffering and rejoicing. Ever since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And the violence. I said the violence. Not peewees. I'm talking about soldiers taken by force. Soldiers get wounded. I've been in the military. I know what it is to get wounded. But look at here. You got your friends there, your fellow soldiers, to pick you up, drag you off the field. No man left behind. That's if you're real with this thing. But now, if you're not real with it, then this is what you're going to do. When one of your soldiers fall, you're going to step on them. And talk crazy about him. Am I in the house? I feel it. Let's move on. Acts 5, verses 40 through 42. Acts 5, verses 40 through 42. Over there. And to him they agreed, and when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Now watch what happened. Watch what they did. Here it is, Peter and the apostles and all them, they, 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 they going around and they preaching the word of God, right? People didn't like it. The leadership. Just like they don't care too much for me when I preach truth about them. They don't like you either if you tell the truth. Because you're getting in their pockets. They want your money. And they keep you dumb. They keep you on first grade level. 
so that you can always come to them. That was Pharisees did. You come to me, you kiss my kiss my ring. I'm the done. Kiss my ring. Then you all right, Pope. All right. Hear what they do. They beat them. They said they were going to kill them. They were going to kill them. But Dr. Gamaliel, who was a doctor of divinity, he said, look, he said, now look, y'all wait a minute. See, it's always somebody in the group got some sense among the fools. I said, somebody always in the group of fools that's got some sense. He said, now we ought not do this. He said, yeah, y'all remember this other fellow, Judas, he had about a hundred folk running with him, and you know that didn't come to nothing. So he said, now look, if this thing be of God, then ain't nothing we can do about it. We're going to find ourselves fighting against God. But if it be of nothing, then it'll come to nothing. It'll come to nothing. Well, they wanted to kill these apostles, but here's the thing. Gamaliel talked some sense into them, but they weren't satisfied. The devil ain't satisfied. They said, okay, bring them here. We can't kill them, but we can beat them. So they beat them. But if you go on down through there, put that up on the board, that's on, on the monitor. If you go there and you beat them and they, say, and they departed from the presence of the council, look what they were doing after they were beaten. Look what they did. Say it, say it loud. If somebody whoop you, you're going to leave rejoicing? <laughs> you're going to pull a gun. <laughs> Come on, old man. You know, <laughs> somebody whoop you. You're talking about going to rejoice. You're going to go rejoice. But look what they did. You're going to go back and try to get some payback. Now tell the truth. It's all right to be honest. God wants us to be honest. God don't want us to tell lies. I'm going to swole your head. You're going to go up there. Oh, praise the Lord. I got my head swole. That's basically <laughs> what when they got their head tore off. Because they were getting it tore off. Why? For preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, right? So that's, but they basically went, oh, thank you, Jesus. I got my head big as a watermelon. I got my head tore up all because of you, Jesus. Is your faith that strong? I don't know if mine is, not at this point. I'm just going to be honest with you. I might not want to turn the other cheek. I might get some uncanny thoughts. I might. See, I won't know what I'm going to do until somebody swell that head, which I hope don't happen. But if it do happen, I ain't going to say what I'm going to go rejoicing. I'm not going to say that. I ain't going to tell that lie. I ain't going to say amen to that lie. I'm going to say, Lord, help me. So really, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I really don't want to know what I'm going to do because I don't want that to ever happen. I really don't. God is a good God. Now watch this. It says here that they went out rejoicing. And in verse 42, and daily in the temple and in every house. You just can't come to church. and You got to go in four houses too. They cease not to teach and preach. Jesus Christ. Let's go to Acts then. Acts 7, verse 58 through 60. Here's somebody else. This is Stephen. Stephan, Stephen. He's the first deacon. He's one of the deacons. But also he was the first martyr. He's the first one they killed. They killed him. Paul was there, consenting it on. They killed a man, stoned him to death. But if you look there, he was looking up, rejoicing in the Lord, seeing seeing the glory of God. Boy, I'm telling you, because when you touch on this kingdom, this power of God that's in you, you better be ready for all hell to come, come, because it's coming. It's coming. And you better be ready for it. But see, a lot of people, they get saved, they touch the kingdom, and then something hit them, and you don't see them no more. Because they felt that everything's supposed to be a bunch of roses. It don't work like that, church. I'm sorry. That's not the way God works. You see, the blessed state of the eternal state comes after the storm. 
Right now we in the storm. Right now we in the wilderness trying to get to the promised land. You know? Mm-hmm. And in the wilderness, you get thirsty, you get hungry, because you get tired of eating the same thing, you go to memory, y'all know. Then he gives you something and you choke yourself, quail. And then you get bit by scorpions and snakes. You get all this kind of stuff happens while we're going through this wilderness on our way to the promised land. See, we're Israel. You, you, you keep looking over yonder and looking back, not realizing that God talking about us. You see, the word of God is now. It's a living word. And if you can't ever bring then Egypt, which is the world, and us coming out of the world on our way to that glorious place, then you ain't going to never understand what the Bible is saying. You can always be looking for somebody else and seeing Israel as somebody else and all you got to do is look in the Bible and you'll see we've all been grafted in. We're all Jews. <laughs> so why are you going to get your heritage to somebody else? Uh-huh. As in Christ, so are we. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Christ came through the tribe of Judah, which is the tribe of praise. Uh-huh. Judah means praise. Uh-huh. As in Christ, so are we. So if Christ came through it, and then we fall in him. We're of the tribe of Judah. Amen. Of the tribe of praise. Uh-huh. You see, don't exclude yourself. Go to the book of Romans and see where God brought us in. Amen. Don't exclude yourself. Stop that. Maybe that's why you... <laughs> I'll get to that in a minute. Because <laughs> I got to wrap this up. The next thing that we want to deal with is in John 16, verse 1 through 4. Let's go there. John 16, verses 1 through 4. Amen? And these things I've spoken to you. Mm -hmm. That's what Jesus said. Put it up there, please. These things I've spoken unto you, that you should not be offended. See, God, I don't want you to be offended about what God is trying to speak. Next verse. They shall put you out of the church and put you out. Yeah, the time come that whosoever killeth you will think that they're doing God a favor. Next verse. They're going to think they're doing God a favor. And these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father, nor have they known me. So when you bring them the kingdom of God knowledge, they're going to be offended by it. Just like they were offended when Jesus came. Next verse, last verse here. Verse 4. But these things have I told you that when the time shall come, ye may remember that I told you of them, and these things I said unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. But you've got to remember what the teacher taught you. So that when these things happen to you, you will be able to understand. Okay. Thinking not strange. This is supposed to happen. Thinking not strange. Hurricanes getting deeper and stronger. It's getting hotter. And he already told us all this stuff was going to speed up. Yeah, no, I told you, the earth's going to be burned up. Oh, ain't no global warming. Well, fool, just keep on believing them fools that say that it ain't no global warming. The Bible says that the elements are going to burn up. And you got a clown. T- see, see, I told y'all quit listening to that cable news. Quit listening to that doggone stuff up yonder. At that White House and all that stuff. And start listening to Jesus. Because time. Time, I say, is drawing near. And we're going to be so caught up on this foolishness that's going to perish with the ones who are bringing it. And we're going to mess around and perish with them. Because our minds are not going to be focused on the signs of the time. Our minds are not going to be focused on what Jesus said. Our minds are going to be focused on 
the division that man is bringing. Oh, I know it's tight, but it's right up in here today. Who you going to believe? You going to believe the word of God? Or you going to believe man? When you believe man, Jeremiah say, 12.5, I believe it says, that whosoever puts their trust in a man is cursed. So if you put your trust in him, then you cursed. You're cursed. You're cursed if you put your trust in them. So I'm trying to tell you, if you don't want to be cursed, put your trust in Jesus Christ. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Get away from that mess. It's time to back up. Because they're flooding our minds with this mess. And it ain't no fake news over here, fake news. All of it's fake news if you can't see through what's going on. You know, I usually don't even preach politics. I don't know why it is today. Because this, this ain't the place for it. But this is the place for telling the truth. Because God's people are being deceived, man. They done lost their mind. Believing in a man. Just want to kill each other. They want to shoot each other and fight and beat each other. You can't even vote for who you want to no more. Which it ain't never been nothing no way. It ain't never done you no good. If you think it ever done you some good, then, then, then stop getting up going to work. If you think your vote never done you, stop. I ain't saying no vote, but I'm just saying, let's, let's get real with it. Don't get up and go to work. You don't work, the Bible says you don't eat. It's tight up in here. It's tight up in here today. Oh, yeah, it's tight. We're going to bring this thing back to the unity of Christ. Those that are with us are going to be with us. Those that are not, be with man. But I can guarantee you this in the end. Who wins? We win. Ephesians 2, 12 and 13, and I'm out. I'm done. See, this is a sad situation here. Ephesians. Ephesians. 12 and 13 over there. Watch this. Verse 12 says, That at the time ye were without Christ. Anybody remember? (laughs) Anybody remember that? I'm going to ask again. Does anybody remember the time when they were without Christ? Amen. 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 Some of y'all been saying all your lives then. You're telling a lie. Sitting there with y'all arms folded and stuff like y'all got all that going on. And inside you're hurting. Oh, it's some stuff going on. And God is trying to get us to get it out. Just get it out. Let it go. Let it go. It's killing you. There was a time when we were in the, without Christ. Watch this. Not only without Christ, but we were alienated from the commonwealth of Israel. That means that we couldn't get the benefits. Huh? Come on. Come on. We were strangers from the covenants of promise. <laughs> We got all this stuff, God, God, well, but we strangers, right? And you can't get it, see, because, you know, you're a stranger. Having, this is a bad place to be. I've been here. Having no hope. And without God, well, Jesus Christ. Can you imagine? In my closing, just imagine being in this world without God. Just imagine. I, I can't even conceive that. But many people are in this world without God. The only God is their money. And they are hollow inside, failed marriages, addicted to all different kinds of stuff. And all God wants us to do is come and yield ourselves to him and ask him 
for his help. I'm not saying we're not going to go through whatever it is we go through, come with all. But the fact of the matter is this. God will put a hedge around us. He'll strengthen us. He'll guide us. He'll be there for us when nobody else will. When your friends and your family and all of them, they put you down because you're not living the Christian life the way they think you need to be living. See, you, in other words, you got to live up to their standards in order for them to care for you. You ever, you, you ever, you ever had to deal with that kind of stuff? Am I speaking truth up in here, sister? God wants us to love one another. God wants us to be at peace. Now, let me tell y'all something right now. Love is more of a commitment than it is a feeling. Too many people get married on the love that's a feeling. That's why they get divorced. See, when you get married, you need to be getting married because you committed. That's the love that God is talking about, the love called commitment. That's why you say them vows. <laughs> you say vows to God, too, before he saved you, right? You confess with your mouth. Mm-hmm. You believe in your heart, right? Mm-hmm. That's a vow. And then we step out. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We commit adultery every day. Yeah, we do. 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 You know what I'm saying? But God is married to the backslider, the Bible says. Give me some music. God wants us today, before we go out, bring the come up and do whatever else he's got to do with uh, we, 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 we're going to have a good fellowship time today, but we, we had to hear a good word first. Amen. But we, we need to get awakened. Amen. We're sleeping. And because we've been sleeping, God wanted to kind of shake us. Because after all, disciples, they notorious at sleeping. You know, Jesus said, look, if you can just Pray with me and watch one hour with me. Just come back, they sleep. Take them up on the Mount of Figuration and during the most important time of the ceremony up there between him, Elijah, and Moses, them just were sleeping. They missed the most important part. And then afterwards they woke up. Then, see, then they woke up, they talk about let's build some monuments. You see how stupid man is. He always want to put his name on something. That's why God didn't allow them to find Moses' body. They would have made a monument. That's why Jesus said what he said when they came out the temple. First thing the disciples said, look at this magnificent building. And paraphrasing, Jesus said, man, I don't care nothing about that. Go on somewhere, man. I build spiritual temples. I don't build that mess. But we, we serve a great God, people. And we serve a cool master, Jesus Christ. Because what I like about Jesus, he strolled through with all the things he had to do, but he always took time for those that were in need. I don't care what it was. He always knew steps ahead what he was going to do before he even did it. I must needs go through Samaria. Yeah, but we don't like them people. We hate Oh, I'm going. Now, you, you, you go on your way, but I, 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 I must needs go through Samaria. Because, see, I'm going to meet this woman at the well. I'm going to tell her about herself. I'm not going to judge her. I'm just going to tell her about herself so that she can go and tell everybody else that I told her about herself, and I'm going to get this whole city saved. John, I need for you to go down to Nineveh with your bald head set. But old self-righteous John, I'm not going down there. Them people ain't right, and I don't want them to get saved because he probably figured God was going to save some of them. He knew he was going to save them all, but he didn't want none of them saved. So, after he go through what he go through, mm-hmm. and that whale spit him out, that fish, hmm. 
then he still makes it in three days. Ain't that something? You can take the long way or the short way, but you still going to get there on time. On God's time, not your own. He go down there, he speaks. He thinking ain't nobody going to get saved. Okay, everybody gets saved. Now he angry, he mad. Because everybody got saved. He wanted God to kill them. Ain't that like Christians? Kill them, Lord. You get saved, but you want God to kill everybody. Anybody need prayer? Come on up. Anybody need prayer? Anybody hurting this morning? Come on up. Anybody got problems, addictions, problems, marriage problems, any kind of problem? I don't care. Come on up. I don't already know it myself. I got problems. I got problems. I got problems. I got problems. Sicknesses. I got problems. I ain't too proud to beg God. Come on up. Come on up while healing is in the house. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Amen. Amen. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Come and share the glory of God. See, God don't have to do no entertaining. Come here, baby. God don't have to do no entertaining. All God say, just speak the word. I, you don't have to go with me, God. Just speak the word. <laughs> just go. Just just speak the word. Speak the word. You don't you 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 don't you don't have to roll on the floor. You don't have to jump over counters and all of that. You don't have to do that. All you gotta do is make yourself available. God said, now look, if you if you desire me. Yes, I'll sir. give you the desires of your heart. That's what he said. If you just delight yourself That's in me. That's all he said to do. That's what he said. And delight comes from your heart. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Father, I ask in Jesus' name. He ain't got to tell me nothing. Because God already knows. Yes. Do it for the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Right now, Father. Proclaim your glory in this system. And show her like she's never been yes. shown yes. before. Who you really are. Jesus Christ. Who you really are, Lord. You show this woman who you really are. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Jesus. Get this woman strength. Thank you, Jesus. Get this woman strength during her time of trial. Give her strength, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Give her strength. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Get this man here healing yes, throughout his body yes, and whole. Give it all to him, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. He delights himself yes, in 